Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's and what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded.
everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show well okay here we go you know what's important what's what can be a huge part of your success is if you if you find a balance if you find a balance in your life that's that's been very important for me. And I've really never phrased it this way until now, but I was kind of thinking about it after my wife and I. I mean, we set up one night recently, man. You know, I often come on here, and this is kind of an inspirational moment of the show, and I, I try to remind people about that most important relationship between you and God. And that's, that's the apex of it. That's, that's, the, that's the top of the crown. You gotta form the relationship with God. If you don't, everything else struggles. It's hard to be a good husband without God. It's hard to be a good family man without God. It's hard to be successful without God, man. It's hard to be hard to get through this thing called life without God. So that's clear. But at the same time, you can't talk about God twenty four seven. You got to go to work. Come on, man. Let's just be real. I ain't I ain't your pastor. And I ain't at your church. But let's just be real about it. You know, people tell you you got to keep your mind stayed on him and all like that. That's that's a true statement. Got to keep your mind stayed in that area. I don't, I'm not here to tell you how to live, but you got to keep your mind stayed in that area of God, of doing the right thing, caring about people. That's what I took it as. Now, I could be wrong. I apologize if I'm not saying it the way you've been taught. I can only do me. Now, but after that, you got to go to work. You got to have some fun. You got to take care of your business. And that's the balance you have to find. So it, once you focus on shoring up your relationship with God, you got you to gotta balance this now. Now you got to allocate some time, I don't care who you are, for your family. If you're going to have a family, you got to allocate some time for them. See, we can't just marry these women or make these kids and then neglect them. And fellas, especially if I'm talking to men out here, and ladies, you can listen too, but uh, listen, if you find yourself struggling in your life, man, and you can't seem to get it together, let's just go over a couple of things. The first two things, if you find yourself struggling, you can't seem to pull it together and reach your goals and get to where you want to go, let's let's just do a, a check. How is your relationship with God? And then next how much time are you taking to allocate for your family? Now, your family don't always live in your house. But if you made them, they're yours. And the responsibility to them is never lessened because you don't stay there no more. Because you and the girl broke up. You and the woman don't speak. That, hey, man, that don't ever release you from the obligation. Feel me when I'm telling you this now. Because I'm not telling you something I'm wondering about. I've had to live through them years. So two things you can start looking at. If you're not where you want to be and you ain't, you ain't really solid and you can't figure out why you keep spinning your wheels, have you just done a random inventory, man? Have you just checked on your relationship with God? Have you checked on the time you're spending 
dedicated towards your family, your children that you created. If, if them two things is out of sync, man, that, that I can tell you right now, you can go on and get to explaining yourself away just like that. Hey, man, how come you ain't where you want to be? Well, because, man, I really ain't. But if you really ain't, then you really ain't. The third thing is you got to allocate the necessary time for your business. You got to handle your business. All of this, man, is, is the way it works. And the order, the order is God first, family second. Then you got to handle all your business. But as men, this is what we do. If I don't handle my business, I can't take care of my family. True statement, but if your business is in front of your family, you out of order. Now, nah, that's all we're talking about now, ain't it? See, that's that's all we really saying here now, fellas. You know, you know, I mean, I mean, come on, man. You know, let's let's have a real conversation about being better. You know, if you done created these children, you gotta handle your business. You may not like the girl no more. You and the woman might have broken up. Y'all might go your own way. But what that got to do with the child, though, man? You got to handle your business. They got to know who daddy is. That's your obligation, man. And God ain't letting you off the hook for that. Try it. Go ahead and try it. And and think you're going to get off the hook with that. Because you're not, man. You're just not. I'm sorry, man. Dog, Steve, why you coming like that? Because I did it like that. I did it, man. I was over here trying to reshape my life, get myself up on my feet. When I was homeless, man, and trying to come back, man, I thought I had to take care of me first and then so I can neglect it, cared about them kids. Man, that ain't how it worked, man. God kept his knee on my neck for a long time for that one right there till I finally learned the lesson. Hold up, man. Put these phone calls in. Go spend some time. Do something. And, and it started turning around for me. You know, I can't be there all the time because I am out here on the grind and the hustle. But at the same time, man, some more phone calls, some more letters, some more ha-ha-he-he's, something. Then take care of your business, man. You got to work hard to be successful. You know, I, sometimes I don't put that in there. I just live it and I expect my sons to emulate that. But I got to talk to them all the time. How hard you got to work to be something. It's an all-out assault on it, man. If you got a target in mind, you got a goal, you got to wake up every day trying to get there. And you can't get tired of it because it's, 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 it never ends. You're going to always be this way. That's how life is designed and set up. you got to be a hard worker, man. If you're always looking for some time to chill and, man, I want to go do what I want to do, you ain't going to make it. In order to be successful, you have to do a series of things that you're uncomfortable doing. And work is the thing that most of us are uncomfortable doing. It's so much easier to chill. Man, I wish I could kick back with a cigar, man, all the time. But I can't, man. I can't. Because I got to work. Then... The last piece of the balance, pie, balance piece is you got to take some time out to enjoy yourself. But if you ain't where you want to be, you ain't got a lot of time to enjoy yourself. Quit thinking, man, that this balance is even. It's a whole lot of God, a whole lot of family, a whole lot of business, and a little bit of chilling. The chilling can't be equal to the family, the business, or your God. If the chilling is equal to any of them, you ain't going to make it. Quit 
chilling, man, and go to work like a man. Do what you're supposed to do. Work on your family. Work on your relationship. Work on your God. Work on your business. And then when you chill, you might not chill as long, but you sure going to chill bigger. You're going to ball bigger, baby. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, the time is here. God has given us another day, another chance to get this tune right. Open with gratitude. It affects and changes your attitude which is in direct correlation with your altitude. I am trying to get everybody to get on board this gratitude train so you can get your attitude trained, so you can get your altitude gained. This is a gain for everybody, man. This is a win, win, win all the way around the board, man. Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Starring Shirley Strawberry. Starring Carla Farrell. Co-starring the mouth of the South, Mississippi Monica, starring Junior Kill Spates, and yours truly. Tommy will be here later, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's Monday. We'll what do you out. think? Might have worked last night somewhere. Ain't no telling what's going he on. Did he did. Oh, okay. He well, he ain't going to be here then. <laughs> right. Oh, just pray for this Stop boy as he tries to maintain this dual career of his. Let's <laughs> just pray that he can hold on to both of them securely as he journeys down this road of success. Junior, yes, what is it today, sir? I have a request. I need to talk to Roscoe. I do. I need to talk to Roscoe. <laughs> Ooh, please yeah. bring up. Ah. You bring up. <laughs> yeah. Boy, you know what's on me. Boy, it's always, it's always just warm my heart. Uh, somebody <laughs> ask for me. You know, somebody, yeah. where, where, where Rocco? I, boy, yeah, yeah. I ain't far away. I'm right here. We need you. Hey, what's up, Carly Shirley? Mrs. Hey, Mama. Roscoe. What's up? Everybody Roscoe. good? We're all right over here, baby. Oh, lady, lady. Sure looking good to me. <laughs> hey, what is it, Junior? Come on, baby. I got to ask you this, man. Huh. I, I, I was at a pool party yesterday, yeah. and I just want to know, did you write this Beyonce song, Break My Soul? You know, 
I don't want to, you know, start nothing. You know. <laughs> now, break my soul. Yeah. First of all, congratulations to the Queen Bee. Yeah. And Lord, yeah. no, I don't want to say nothing to piss off the beehive. Nope. <laughs> Cause they come with stingers for your head. <laughs> but seeing as I'm how I'm just a vicious character, you ain't gonna yeah. be able to come for me because I don't even exist. <laughs> really? Why am I scared no beehive? Matter of fact, I gave him the name Beehive. Oh, okay. They were calling themselves babies, and I was going, no, you ain't you the Beehive. Get it? Sting them. <laughs> so I do. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I told that to do. I told that to uh, Jay-Z one day was sitting there having a cigar. I said, Jay-Z, don't let him break your soul. <laughs> he went right in there and told Beyonce, and next thing I know, here come a damn song. I said, I'll be damned. Got me again. <laughs> Taking them to court. Yeah, you no, no, I ain't gonna be able to take them to court. They got a little too much money. They drain me out in motion. All right, good to see you, Roscoe. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour. Run that prank back with Junior in for the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, Junior is in for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got, Junior? I left my ring. Run it, cat. <laughs> Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Mr. Mr. or Mrs. Please. This is Mrs. Hi, my name is Doctor. I'm actually trying to reach uh, your husband, Clarence. Is he is he available? I have to check. Is there a reason you're calling? Uh, well, I'm actually the uh, the surgeon that actually did the procedure on removing his gallstones. Yes. How's he doing? Is there any complications thus far? Well, no complication according to the doctor. Okay. Yes. Well, listen, uh, there's a couple little bit of things I want to discuss with you guys and, and see if we can maybe get them rectified. Is, is, is he around? Yes, he's around. Uh, oh, oh. May okay. I ask what is this in reference to? Actually, Miss Actually, when we actually did the procedure on your on your husband and removing the gallstones, yes, I will say that there was a bit of a mistake made, and I'm hoping that he can come back in so we can kind of get it rectified. You know, it, it'll be actually 30 minutes, and he'll be in and out. But actually, when I removed the gallstones, I'm very embarrassed to say this. I actually left my wedding ring inside your husband. You what? I, I, and I I understand, ma'am. Would you say that again? I say I actually left my wedding ring inside your husband when I actually removed the gallstones. And I'm hoping that he'll go- come back in so I can actually take it out and, and, and he'll be on his way. Ooh, he's not gonna like this. Hold on, let me see, can I get him? did the surgery on you when you were um, came in and got your gallstones removed. I, I remember you, Dr. I, I will say this, Mr. Clarence, I, I actually made a bit of a mistake when you were here and, and my apology. I, if I can actually get you to come back in, man, I, I can get you taken care of, But and, and this is just a big mistake on my part, but when you guys came in and I removed your stones, I actually left my wedding ring inside. Inside of me? Y- yes, sir. Your wedding ring? Uh, sir, I, I, I know this is crazy, but yes, I, I, I have truly made a mistake and want to see if I can get this thing rectified and get this thing taken out. And, and I tell you, man, I've, I've been without my ring, and, and my wife is, is raising holy hell about it. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm about to go back to work. I, I really can't be going back into the uh, operating room for somebody to take a ring out of me that they left that they left by mistake. You know what I'm saying? No. Okay. I, uh, I mean, you know, uh, I realize your wife might be upset and you need your ring, but at this point, that ring's going to have to stay where it is for a while. Sir, I, I, I can't, I honestly can't allow for that ring to, to stay there another two or three days. I, I don't think you understand exactly what I'm going through. There's no way I can allow that. Well, that. You got to go back to work. Yeah, I got to go back to work. But you know something? I mean, you know, I mean, you know, we're talking about a bad, bad, serious problem. You know, we're talking about malpractice. I mean, you know, we're talking about me taking off more time from work when I'm ready to go back. I mean, you know, we're talking lawsuit, all kind of stuff here. We need to get together. Right now, he needs to come over here now. Uh oh. Okay, my wife's a little upset too. I can't get back on an operating table. Sir, this won't take but seconds to actually for me to snip that thing and get that ring out of there. It won't take but a minute. I mean, you still have the same incisions there. I can go right back into where the same scar was and take that out and keep it moving. Go back into the same incision. You're going to operate again if you cut me open. Sir, I, I, I promise you, you won't even know I was there. I'll go in there and take that ring out just that quickly. Okay, but <laughs> but uh, let me ask you this here. My wife, my wife is about to go crazy. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm a pretty good guy here. But, I mean, you know, you got you left a ring in me. I mean, you know, do you all have malpractice insurance or something? Sir, we have plenty of insurance. You know, it, it, it's really more about what I'm going through at home. So I'm doing this for you? Uh, yeah, pretty much here at this point. I mean, no one actually from the hospital actually knows that I'm actually calling you. Wow. You know, I mean, that's a big, big problem. You said something about malpractice. No, I didn't say anything about malpractice. You guys actually said that. I didn't say anything. Okay. No. I said it's malpractice. Okay. Well, now, let me ask you this here. Every time I've heard of somebody leaving something inside of somebody, you know, it usually ends up being a situation where it sets up infections and stuff. Well, that's that's 18 karat gold. That's not going to infect you at all. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but good grief. I mean, I I just, I mean, I didn't even want to do the first surgery, but I didn't have any choice. You know what, Mr. If I got to come over and put some chloroform up against your nose and knock you out in order to perform this procedure to get my ring, then damn it, that's what I got to do. Oh, oh, hold on now, Doc. What I'm supposed to be doing while you're doing that? Did you hear that? Did you hear what he said? Yeah, just let him come on over. I got something for you. Come on. You know, that's your problem with your ring. Now, you know, up until now, everything was cool. Now you got a big problem. I tell you, this here. I'm at home right now. You're at home with my ring. You got my ring. You can come get it right now. Wait, no. Okay, I don't have a problem coming right over there to get my ring because I, want, I need my ring back. Let's do it. Come on over. And I'll be waiting for you, too. You out of your mind? We got something for you, Doc. Hey, listen, I don't care what the both of you are doing. The bottom line is that you have my ring. I got your ring. You just told me I had it, didn't you? It's inside of me. Where it's going to stay. Sir, I'm not going to continue to go back and forth with you. You're not going to continue to do anything because you come over here, I'm going to take you out. You've already threatened to come over here and put chloroform to my nose, knocking me out to go in the side of my body. You come over here, Doc, you got problems. Now, tell you what. I don't want any problems out of your wife or out of you, you about a simple procedure that's only going to take 30 minutes and everybody will be happy after that. You won't make it back home. Caprando. I understand everything you say. I got one more thing I need to say to the both of you all. Are you listening to me? I'm listening. Is, is Doris listening? No, not really, because I've already tuned you out. Well, here's the last thing I need to say to you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Y'all just got pranked by y'all niece, Peaches. What? I'll be damned. <laughs> nephew Tommy, is that you? This is me, man. <laughs> nephew, did you hear that? Nephew Tommy. Hey, Nephew Tommy. Yeah. I see I got your ring. You got my ring. <laughs> I'm going to 
my old man. You're messing with my heart talking about going back inside of my body. <laughs> all right, let me let me let me speak to Miss Dodge. Yes. Miss Dodge, you alright? Yes, I'm fine. <laughs> hey Miss Dodge, I got one more thing to ask. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show <laughs> with Matthew Tuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, Junior, and for the nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, our very own Steve Harvey, our fearless leader, won yet another Emmy Award. Congratulations. He just keeps on going. We just love it. The gift that never stops giving. Uh, We're going to recap, of course, last night's BET Awards. And it was Black Excellence last night in full effect. Yes, it was. Hosted by Taraji P. Henson. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO. This one is from Kenzie in Hartford. Kenzie writes, I'm dating a man that's 12 years older than me, and whenever we're intimate, it's a threesome. He says he loves me, but... Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. I did not stutter, did I? He says he loves me, but it's never been just the two of us in the bedroom. Is there a way to change this? Does he really love me, or am I just for fun? C-L-O. Yeah, it's a way to change that. Make it a twosome. Uh-huh. Yeah. You quit showing up. Hello. Yeah. 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 That part in see, every area. Know. See, 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 what here's a part that people confuse themselves with this type of activity. Mm-hmm. You keep thinking about he inviting somebody else. No. Why don't you face this part here? You're the third party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every time I get with him, it's somebody else. No, it's no. You're the somebody else. Yes. Facts. Yeah. You're the threesome. You can get out of a threesome. All you got to do is not show up, and then guess what it is? It's a twosome. Yep. So, you know, what are you talking about? Does he really love you? No, he's really using you. What, what, yeah. what, what do, why do love look like three people to you? Right, right. Don't let him break your soul, Kenzie. Don't let him do it, girl. <laughs> All right, here we go. Sharice in Raleigh says, I was married and I had a one night stand with an old friend. My husband found out about my affair and he divorced me. We're both 38 and he wants me to be the mother of his child. I do want a baby before it's too late, but but I want us to get remarried first. He wants a baby, not me. Should I go through with it? Wow. Are y'all crazy? What is going on? He wants a baby, but not me. Yeah. That little one night stand cost you. Yeah. The risk was But not you want to be people. married. Okay, well, go in there and demand that you had a baby if you remarried. Y'all see how that work out. I don't see why either one of y'all want each other myself, but mm-hmm. that ain't none of my business. You cheat on they me, you don't. with another man. Cool. But I want a baby. I can go somewhere else and get this baby thing, so. Yeah. Yeah. Cause see, yeah. I'd I'd prefer to have a baby with somebody I want. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's <laughs> that usually how it goes. <laughs> At the time, anyway. Well, I've always right. done it the other way. Huh? Say what now? No. Uh. 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 Did you really mean to? Your mic is on. Your mic is on. 
Mic check, <laughs> mic check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not gonna do that. Yeah, we we can skip right. through it, but I sure did it the other way. Go ahead. <laughs> Moving on to Alicia in Smyrna. Alicia says, "I'm 29, and my 35 year old boyfriend has three children by his ex wife. We go out with the kids a lot, but when he wants to hang with his boys, he expects me to keep the kids when it's his weekend. Is he testing my mothering skills or using me?" <laughs> Well, um, see, wow. you can't have uh, the weekend to keep the kids and it be your boy's weekend, mm-hmm. too. See, it can't be both of that because, see, these your kids. You made right. these kids. So, see, you got to have your boy's weekends on the weekends when it ain't your turn with the three kids. Because you need to get over here and be daddy. Yeah, I didn't ask right. for this practice to be mother. Now, I love you, and I'm, I'm with you, you and your three kids, and I'm supportive. But I'm supportive. Yeah. I ain't that, you know. Yeah. And you know, you know, you may form a relationship with the three kids, and they may have a great, uh, you know, mom in their life, a second mom in their life. So I don't really know, you know, just how you Girlfriend. feel, mm-hmm. you know. But we just girlfriends, though. We got yeah. to, mm, yeah. Mm, you want this mama stuff? You got to, you got to change these titles around That's here. That's right. You know. That's right. In order Tell to them, get you some, know. you got to bring some. So you know. Woo! One more time on that. In order to get some, you got to bring got to some. Bring you know. <laughs> That's what I've always been taught. So in mm-hmm. Jesus' Take name. Take them kids out with your boys. Yeah. In Jesus' name. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Let's see how good a time y'all have. Yes. All right. Moving on. Hope you got that, Alicia. Moving on to Cameron and Edgewood. Cameron says, I'm in my mid-40s and I'm engaged to a great man, but lately he only wants to do one position. I need to move around and get the full experience when we're intimate, but he's lazy now. How do I get him to spice things up again without looking like I'm dominating him in the bedroom? Mm. Well, you know, quit doing the one position. Mm. You know. (laughs) Stop. Well, you know, one thing about y'all, y'all control the situation. Uh, I don't want it like that. (laughs) What the hell are we going to do? I don't want it like that. (laughs) Is that sexy? Is that her sexy You do something else. (laughs) Yep, this ain't time to act sexy. It's time to be a little bit demanding. (laughs) That's the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Talk to me. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want to do nothing else? That's not good. That's not spoiling the mood. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Killing the vibe. Try it now. <laughs> yeah. On your cars now. How about this? Yeah. Check this out. Not the suggestions, though. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. Open yeah. your eyes now. Oh, God. Uh-huh. This it today. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to go at him like that. That's you got to turn it yeah. into a game. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, I, I that was the last heart. one. She wants him to spice I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you go. But see, I'm in the kitchen. My elbows is on the sink. I love she her. wants to make the suggestion without sounding like she's dominating him in the bedroom. Well, you ain't oh, got to do nothing. I'm laying on the kitchen table. <laughs> Yeah. You ain't got to sound dominating. Well, you no, sound that, dominating. No, just sound happy. I'm hanging over the couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the crazy part about it, oh, I'm holding on to the shower rod. <laughs> <laughs> but why 
why are you saying it like that? You sound like you need help. Well, 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 you know, you want to, you know, sound like you're happy about it. Like, help me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, this voice is not working for me. My Sorry. head is in the refrigerator. <laughs> I'm looking in the vegetable bin. <laughs> See? All these work. Is, is that sexy to you, Junior? Does that work Absolutely, for you? Absolutely. <laughs> no matter where you at, we're we going to be there. <laughs> I'm on wait, my wait. knees looking for something under the couch. Uh, Let me help you. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's all he going to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. She Jesus. said he's lazy. She said he's lazy. <laughs> all right. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we will salute the man of the hour for winning his one, two, three, four, five, six, Seven, count them, seventh Emmy Awards right after this. Who was that? Who is that? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, guys, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. It was hosted by our girl, Taraji P. Henson. You know I am talking about culture's biggest night, the BET Awards 2022. Yes. Yes, okay. girl. Yes. Lizzo yes. opened. You Lizzo opened it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she set it off for sure. Uh, so many stars. So many um, tr- great tributes to to Diddy. He got the um, lifetime lifetime achievement award. Let's talk about that for a moment. Okay, Babyface did a tribute to him, and then out of the darkness from backstage, <laughs> here comes Kanye West. <laughs> yeah, Kanye did a speech. With Babyface the... introduced uh, Diddy yeah. to present him with his Lifetime Achievement Awards. And then oh my Kanye God. surprised everybody. He came out there and, honey, he just rambled on for five full minutes. Was it just five? It, was it, it just five? 
at least five minutes of just rambling. Take 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 a listen to part of what he yes. had to say. You know, back then it was so many rules to hip hop, and he broke all of them and broke down all the doors and understood contracts in a way a lot of us still don't. Okay. But let me, like let me ask you this. Snippet. What was the panting for? What's all the heavy breathing for? Because the mask. He had the mask <laughs> on. He was covered up. And he has Take that off. He has a mask to cover his whole face, glasses, and a hat. Yeah. Junior. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but highlight, though, to Diddy, though, because, you know, okay, with Kanye. But mm-hmm. Diddy, with his speech, he had a fantastic speech, his his tribute, his performance, his medley. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, 112. Yeah. Jodeci! Yeah. Uptown Records <laughs> in the building. Where was Devontae? Yeah. I do not know, we Junior. Know. We don't where know where was Junior? Where were you, Junior? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't there. When your Buster group Rhymes, was- <laughs> Lil' Kim, Faith Evans, Maverick Mary- City, Diddy himself, did a tribute um, to himself. I guess you could say that. And <laughs> it was uh, pretty good. Faith Faith came mm-hmm. out there. And then Kim yeah. Porter, he did a tribute to Kim. Mm-hmm. And uh, Faith, of course, was singing I'll Be Missing You. Be and missing then, you, you know, mm-hmm. Heavy D, Andre Harrell. Uh, Diddy has suffered, you know, a lot of great mm-hmm. losses in his life. And so, you know, it affected him. And then he talked about mm-hmm. donating a million dollars to Howard University. Yes. And also Jackson State University. Yes. Prime, prime. Yes. Go ahead, Diddy. Give him back yes. to HBCU. Mm-hmm. So that was big. That was big yes. moment last night. Big moment. Yes. Uh, it was. So, uh, our girl Lotto, she performed, Shirley. Big uh-huh. energy. Surprised and- us with <laughs> Mariah. Uh, Mariah Mariah and Curry. Young Dirty Bastard, ODB's mm-hmm. son. Uh- <laughs> and now, let me Mariah. ask you something. Let me ask you something, Carla. Did it was that the first time Mariah was on the uh, BET Awards? It wasn't because no. I don't recall seeing her before. I just—it's a question. I just don't oh, recall. No, it may have no, been a Mariah's long time. Been there, yeah, long, yeah. long time ago. Okay. Yeah, Mariah. You like, know, we wow. love her, me and Mariah. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah. it was, uh, Go it back was like good. Ladies and pacify. Uh-huh. Right, right. <laughs> Ella May, she, I liked her performance. She did uh, another uh, love song, not another love song with Babyface. It was Baby sexy. Face. Yeah, mm-hmm. Roddy Rich joined her later on mm-hmm. stage. That was real sexy. Kirk Franklin, baby. Oh, yes. And Mad City. Yes. Right, yes, yes, and Mad right City. There mm-hmm. you go. Melodies from Heaven. He performed Kingdom. It was mm-hmm. nice. I love me some Kirk, baby. Come yeah. on. I love me yeah. some Kirk. Kirk's silly. Yeah. And everything. And, <laughs> and I like how he talked about passing the torch, you know, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the, like, the older performers to the younger performers. And, uh, you know, let's continue to do that. Let's keep the money flowing. Let's keep the talent flowing. Let's keep giving. I loved his speech. I loved what he said. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. a good job. Janelle Monet. she talked about the Supreme Court a uh, recent uh, decision to overturn, overturn. Roe versus mm-hmm. Wade and Jasmine Sullivan. She picked up the award for best female R&B yes. artist. Yes. And she asked men to stand with women, mm-hmm. you know, but take a listen. I love part of Janelle Monet's speech, this part in particular. Take a listen. In a world that tries to control and police our bodies, my body and our decisions, my decisions. 
The Supreme Court. <laughs> that part, yeah. Janelle. Yeah, said it. She said what she said. Yeah. She said what she said. She also had yeah. other great messages in her speech, but I really, really love. She's beautiful. She's yeah. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I yeah, love her. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mary performed for Diddy too. Shout out to Mary. She did her oh. thing. Mary, yes. you know how mm-hmm. much I love me some Mary mm-hmm. She won the BET Her Award for her single, Good Morning Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Mary. So it was a big night. It was a big night. What was your favorite moment, Shirley? Well, you know, there were so many. I loved, uh, we just mentioned Kirk Franklin. I loved uh, Mariah coming on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved Jodeci because they made me think of Junior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And yes. they were Casey They, were, they so were good, good though. Yeah, yeah and I right after they performed. They didn't and... even call me and tell me. The nerve, the audacity. Yeah, yeah. I said, okay. Now That's why you sit now. there with your arms folded. Yeah, my arms folded because they didn't oh. call. We got to also shout out Jack Harlow. Yeah, Brandy. Surprise performance with Brandy. He didn't even know that Brandy was Ray J's sister last week. Now she performed. That's how she it was nice. It was nice. I love that. She looked that. amazing. She Call me good. queen, she said. Yes, she yes, was beautiful. Yeah. She did her thing. All she right. Uh, thing. That's our, our recap of the BET Awards Culture's Biggest Night last night. And there are more awards. Steve Harvey won an award. We got to talk about that. We'll do that right after this. Congratulations, Steve. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve... Congratulations again. Man. I'm so happy for you on, huh? for winning your Daytime Emmy Award. This happened on Friday. For Outstanding Game Show Host, yet again, you've won seven Daytime Emmy Awards. Seven. You've won two Marconi Awards, 14 NAACP Image Awards. You're in the NAB, um, National Association of Broadcasters Hall of Fame, and you have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Your seventh Emmy Award. How do you feel? And and you know what? Can we have your acceptance speech since you missed the uh, Daytime Emmy Award show for this year? Well, I think you all understand. uh, First of all, I want to thank you all, the Academy. uh, The Emmy Academy. And the winner is... And the winner is Steve Harvey. Steve Thank you all up in here. Steve, Steve, why you look so nervous? Steve, why is your weight on your back leg? I'm waiting. Somebody run up here just in case. (laughs) I got a lot of weight on this back leg. Yeah, I'm in position. I'm looking around. I can't even hardly keep. Wayne Brady, run up that best game show. Somebody, you know. Weight on your back leg. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of weight on my back leg, but I'm looking around. I can't even hardly talk in this mic. Uh, Thank you all for this honor, you know. so many things have happened to me. It's been a great day for me today. It's the same day as my wedding anniversary. I'll accept that. We had an anniversary gift exchange today. Thank you for that. And then now this Emmy. It's just been a wonderful day for me. God is good to me exceedingly abundantly over all I could ever think I ask. I'm thanking you for that. And also, I want to thank you all for giving it to me this time because the last two times I came, you all had gave it to somebody else. You don't mention that. Stop, which caused me to stop coming down here. Yeah, when you're I don't know. I don't know how to look when I don't win. So uh-uh, excuse me for not face. showing the sheer joy for winning because of so many years of being overlooked. 
stepped over <laughs> and I just decided, you know. I understood last year when y'all gave it to Alex Trebek. I understood that and fully <laughs> yes. expected it. Because he's deceased. But <laughs> this year, though, would have been a real problem for me, you know. The music is playing. As it rap was the music. year before. Rap you don't rap music. no damn music up on me. <laughs> Sitting up in here, hey, you don't do that while I'm talking. <laughs> See, that's why I don't come down here. I bet I don't be down here next year. Hey, this is my last one. I know this all I'm gonna get because y'all ain't gonna never give me another one. So thank y'all for this one right here. I like to make correction to Shirley Strawberry. 19 Image Awards. I want to say that too. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Flexing and Pippin is what it's about. Hey, listen, I want to thank you all again. And to everybody out there, I love you. I love you. Thank you very much. And I also like to say, hey, Will Smith, I've been waiting on your ass. Where you at, homie? <laughs> right up here, I got it for you. I got it for you. I'm, I'm repping the, the rock, boy. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, on Friday, um, we had been hearing about this happening, and it actually happened on Friday. The Supreme Court tossed out Roe v. Wade, uh, which established abortion as a constitutional right. Uh, President Biden spoke from the White House saying this is not over, and he slammed the high court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, uh, which protected a woman's right to choose and her right to make intensely, intensely personal decisions with her doctor free from interference of politics. Meanwhile, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas said landmark high court rulings that establish gay rights and contraception rights should uh, be reconsidered now that the federal right to abortion has been revoked. Thomas wrote that those rulings were demonstrably uh, erroneous decisions. <sighs> he was the so one you that don't voted want us to take against. birth control no. either? Uh-uh, you don't want no, that either? Nothing. What's the problem nothing. with that? Nothing. <laughs> What? Nothing. You know, this is, they, they don't want, you know, I mean, this country has really gone backwards. Really, really, really gone backwards with These this. These hypocritical people. Here's this right. is sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Conservatives and Republicans have more abortions than does anybody else. Mm-hmm. You're using this as a political thing to get funding and to keep keep some policies in place that you all really don't really care about. You really don't care about immigration because you know you need them. So stop that. Mm -hmm. You really need to stop this what gays rights shouldn't be. You act like ain't no Republicans or conservatives gay. That's not true. They're human beings. They have a different lifestyle than what you consider normal. But then who the hell are you? Let people live their life. But this Roe versus Wade is a demonstrative act of taking a right from a woman to make a decision. Now, y'all got a lot of damn nerve. Y'all let anybody decide who can buy a gun and kill somebody with it. But now a woman can't decide what she wants to do with her body. Her body, dog. That's what it is. Right. And if she's raped... It still doesn't matter. She still can't. It's still illegal now to get an uh, abortion if it's uh, through incest that she got pregnant. You know, this this is a horrible, horrible, horrible situation right. we're in right here. So if I get raped, you're telling me I have to raise the rapist. You have, I have to, to carry yes, the rapist. Yes, right. child. yes, yes, yes. yes. And so, or if, is if it's incest, if it's through incest, incest oh you, yeah, you the, can't. The, the you don't white have the right male now. conservative. Yes has pushed for this. 
The white male conservative. A lot of white women are behind this who are behind their husbands. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the Southern evangelicals, the Southern Baptist evangelicals, you have to be very leery of this organization because this organization was created during slavery and agreed with the policies of slavery. They still exist. And so now they're saying if you can't be call yourself a Christian and you can't go to heaven if if you feel a certain way about this. But, but ain't nobody passing the laws about these AR-15s and these body armor suits. It, do, it, doesn't, it, it, it doesn't make any sense, man, it, what we're doing. It's, it's, it's a sad day. It really it's, is. It's really, really a sad day. And now he's talking about gay gay laws and stuff Where that's been know. passed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He wants to attack that. Another conservative white man mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. doing this again, Clarence Thomas. And, and so, you know, mm-hmm. that, that it just, oh, I mean, it look, man, sense. it's just yeah. a hypocritical time and country that we live in. We're going backwards. <laughs> We're going backwards. We've been going backwards ever since yeah. he said, let's make America great again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We, I mean, I mean, they were already trying to stop progress, but now they've taken right. a complete pivot to go back right. now. Mm-hmm, 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 but this is mm-hmm. why you have to vote. This is yeah. why, because Trump yes. put in three Supreme Court, Court justices. justices. Right. This is why you have to vote. If you mm-hmm. ever, ever thought your vote didn't matter, mm-hmm. wake up. It that's matters. right. I bet you we vote now. I bet you we vote now. I, I hope we do because that's why they're trying so hard to stop us because <laughs> it matters. It All right. matters. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up next, it is Junior in for the nephew. We're going to switch gears here and do the prank call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is the neighbor had sex in my house. Yeah. Don't <laughs> well, you have a I don't know how the hell you got a hold to the email from prison sale. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoever typed right, this letter, because that's where I am at this point. So okay, I don't yeah. even know how I was able to send the email what? out from county. <laughs> The neighbor had sex in my house. But right now, we'll get into that because right now it's time for today's prank phone call. Uh, Tommy's out. Junior's in for the nephew. What you got, Junior? Let's go. All right. This is this is uh, something Carla can identify with. Uh, The prank for today Mm -hmm. is bottom of the pyramid. Woo, cheer mom. (laughs) (laughs) We don't play. (laughs) Bottom of the pyramid. Run it, cat. Hello? 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 Yeah, can you hear me? I'm trying to reach uh, Angela. Angela. Hang on just a second. Let me turn it down. Okay, hi. Who are you trying to reach? I'm trying to reach Angela. Is this Angela? Oh, yeah, this is she. Hi, Angela. This is Chip. Chip. I'm the uh, new camp director for the cheerleading camp for the summer. Oh, hi, Chip. What can I do for you? Just want to give you a courtesy call. Your daughter, you got her signed up for four weeks uh, with the camp, uh, right? Yep, for June. Uh, okay. Yep. This is you guys' third year being a part of the camp? Yep, and she's really excited. She loves coming to the camp, and we think it's a great thing for her to be involved in. What's up? Okay, you guys just finished the whole cheerleading season, too. Am I right? The competition season? Yes. 
just coming oh. off of that. Right, right. Okay, well, we're getting ready for the summer. You know, everybody's excited about coming out and being a part of what's going on. So here's what I wanted to give you a, a little bit. Like I said, I'm the new camp director. I was uh, just starting uh, this job. I got a few notes that um, that were given to me about um, about. So I wanted to give you a call and see if I could talk to you about it. A few notes given to you about. Yeah, just a couple of notes. I don't think it's anything that we can't make sure uh, is okay. What, what kind of notes? Well, it's been brought to my attention that some of the parents whose daughters are out there as well, they're going to be there this summer, are a little concerned uh-huh. about her being uh, on top of the pyramid, that she's uh, is, is, is a little heavy. Should she? Uh, what? Wait, what wait, 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 You calling me about some, some other parents and saying about how big my child is or how much my child weighs? Is that what well, you what, me about? What, what I wanted to let you know is, was we're going to put her as a, a base, or oh, we're going to no, put her as a, as, a, as a. Oh no, you ain't going to put no base. I don't already paid my money. And what you say your name is, Chip? And um, how long have you been the director? Because I was just up there two weeks ago, and they told me that she was going to be in the same position that she was last year because that is what worked. That's the formation that worked. So I don't even know what well, you're talking well, about. Well, supposedly the, some of the girls are complaining that she's too heavy to hold up. So that, that seems to be the problem in there. They're not getting a strong enough pyramid. And I'm going now, to wait a calls. minute. I, wait, a, wait a, a minute. I know well she ain't the biggest one out there. Have you been out there? My child is not the biggest child out there. When did I you start? I, because obviously just, you like have I, not seen these children. Uh, it is somebody sumos out there. Okay, hang on a second. Angela, I want you to calm down a bit. No, I ain't nobody going to calm down because I done already paid my money. And this that I be talking about. What parents? What parents and said something? Is it, uh, is it Carrie? Ma'am, I'm not, I'm not going to state who it is, but let's just say it was several. Who are these parents that's got something to say about my child and her position on the cheerleading squad? Because if you ain't finna fuck up no names, then I don't understand what you're calling me about. I'll tell you one thing. When she get out there, I done paid my money. She better not be on no she better be in the air. I guarantee you that right now. I'd have been hanging okay. with these well, listen, all listen season. Angela, and ain't nobody Angela. said nothing to me about and her Angela. weight and all this. Okay, Angela, can you hear me? I just wanted you to hear me clearly. What I haven't it? seen these young ladies yet. Once I see them, I will critique what oh, I think. Well, you don't even need to be calling me because you ain't even seen nothing. So you calling me with some he said she's from some other parents that's been skinning and grinning in my face and they now one of these Said nothing to me. They done been in my house. We didn't have parties over here for this competition every weekend, every other day, and they couldn't say nothing to me about my baby. I tell you what, why don't you call your girls on the three way, Mr. Chip? If you can't call them on the three way, never mind, I got them numbers. I call them on the three way. Okay, okay, okay. Ma'am, Miss, all I wanted to do is make you aware of the possibility that she may be a bachelor. Well, thank you. You have made me aware, and I guarantee you that if I bring my big yellow up there and come to the practice. I guarantee you she won't be no base. How much you want to bet on that, Mr. Chip? Look, you're going to quit hollering at me. Now, I told you I would try to take a look at these girls, but I tell you what, your daughter's going to be a base or she's going to be a back support, whichever I decide she's going to do. Who in the f- do you think you hollering at, Mr. Chip? You are, that's you not how this going to go down. No, you that's raised... not how this going to go down. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Mr. Chip, are you at the registration table today? I'm, I'm, I'm here now while people are registering. Yes, I am. Let me turn this around. I tell you what, I'm on my way up there. Why don't you and them parents that's been complaining, why don't all y'all come to the table and we going to have come to Jesus meeting about where 
going to be for this coming up season because I'm not going to tolerate this. I done told you, I done paid my money, and this high is going down. That gained weight. What, what the is it to you whether the gained weight or not? What does that have to do with her cheerleading? Do you agree that probably bigger than most of the girls on the team? Not bigger than most of the girls on the team. Uh, Monique's daughter is bigger than and she wasn't no base last year. They hyped up up so she gonna get up too. We all just gonna be big and plump up in the air. I done turned around and I'm headed to your little training table. Okay, so you better well, be ready. Be, you better you, be ready. Before, before you get here, there's something else I need to tell you. You ain't gotta tell me a thing. All you gotta do is have you and the parents around that table when I get there because I'm on my way up there right now. Then y'all can say all y'all gotta say in my okay, face. Okay, well, I wanna, before you, get, before you get here, I just wanna let you know. Oh, that this man, is, what? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve oh, Who this is on this phone? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you just say? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh. <laughs> oh, be God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Who was your Rochelle. There's another parent named Rochelle. She told me y'all are good friends out there. Oh, okay. she got, oh, so she want to break out, huh? All right, we're going to see. The season start. my hot daughter uniform. She ain't going to be able to perform. A fat will be looking for hers. How about that? Since I want to break out, me. Oh, man. Hey, let me ask you something, baby. What is the baddest, Ooh. and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> None other than the same Hollywood show. <laughs> she said, oh, man, what? <laughs> hey, I think so. Chimar get mad. She started snitching on other children. Uh -huh. Well, Monique's daughter, <laughs> she ain't no flyer either. But it gets her big ass up in the air. Yeah, yeah. Hey, get her. Cheer moms. Thank you, Junior. Man, I swear to God, it's just competitive. They do not play. Oh, no, we don't girls. play. Mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> Speaking of which, high school cheer camp is coming up for Tasha. Let me make sure I'm all my. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I highly, I'm highly against that shirt. I would not. I know, I know. Prank up by Tasha <laughs> well, nothing. well, let me ask Steve. Care. Steve, do you think I'm over the top as a cheer mom? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 100%. You weigh too much. You got Is other parents scared and stuff. Yeah. You down here intimidating people and stuff in here. Pulling up in your car park right at the door. Get out. Ain't no yeah. space for the dough to open. You getting all up in front of the cheerleader thing. Tasha always got new cheer shoes on and everything. All her outfits fit. She get updated. She's a yeah, she yeah. first, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's too yeah. much? It's yeah. Oh, you way extra. <laughs> extra. Plus, everybody's yeah. scared of you anyway. They ain't said nothing. Yeah, they ain't say <laughs> Tasha can be a fly base any damn thing because they scared of car. All right. Here we go. Coming up next. Thanks, Junior. And for Tommy. Coming up next, Strawberry Letters subject, the neighbor had sex in my house. What? We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort.
I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step, and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, or more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com by clicking Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. It could be yours. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. All right. Thank you, Junior. Subject, the neighbor had sex in my house. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I moved to a new townhome community and we are in the middle of turmoil. My husband met the family next door and started hanging out with the man after he found out that they have mutual friends. The woman isn't friendly at all, so I ignored her wherever I saw her. Uh, My husband has been out to have drinks with a guy and he came home a month ago and told me a bunch of gossip about the man and his mistresses. He said that our neighbor's marriage is over and the wife is cheating with the man she works with. He said the wife's lover has come to their house several times and the husband's hasn't said a thing because he's cheating too. He also told me that the neighbor is taking one of his side chicks out of town soon and he needs my husband to cover for him. I told my husband that he needs to stop hanging out with this guy. He said he would, but he didn't. I went on a girl's trip last weekend and while I was gone, my husband called me in a frenzy and said that the lady next door tore up our house. I told him to calm down and explain. My stupid husband said he let our neighbor spend time with the female in our downstairs bedroom and his wife caught him sneaking out of my house. She kicked a hole in our wall and broke my entryway table and mirror. I went over to talk to the neighbors about paying for the damages. The wife said I knew what was going on in my house so she wasn't paying for a darn thing. We got into a cursing match, and I almost popped her. How could my husband think it's cool to let strangers have sex in our home? And how stupid is the man to cheat so close to home? Did he want to get caught? Should we move? Please help. I don't even know why should we move is even in the letter because, no, you should move. That's not what the issue is here. I mean, I'm sorry, but you're right. Your husband is stupid, very stupid. Um, And uh, I I happen to agree with you on that. Uh, He's putting himself in a dangerous situation, position with this dude. You already told him to stop hanging out with the neighbor, but he refused. He's still doing it. All right. And your husband is crazy. This letter is crazy. The neighbor is the craziest of all. Why cheat? I'm with you on this too. Why cheat so close to home? And why would your husband 
allow this to happen in your home. I'm with you. I mean, how could he be so stupid? Aren't you sure, or are you sure I should say that they both weren't cheating in the basement? Uh, Because I don't know any husbands who would allow uh, this in their home unless he was getting something out of it too. I just don't. Um, I I can even see how the wife would think as she does. I mean, how would she know you weren't in on it? Because you guys weren't friendly. You never talked. So she doesn't know how you feel about the situation. In any event, this is a mess. I think you're going to have to take the L on this one with your table and and the mirror and and the wall and all of that because cheating took place in your house. She's mad about it. Uh, So you need to go furniture shopping. That's what you need to do and get all that taken care of. Uh, and, And they need to go ahead and get a divorce since they're both cheating on each other. And until that happens, your husband definitely needs to stay away from the neighbors. Um, I think it's more to, 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 uh, it's more going on with your husband. I think he's in on some of this mistresses and all this stuff too. I really do. You shouldn't move, but I just think cut the ties. It's too toxic. This situation way too stupid. Steve. I'm I'm just, uh, (laughs) I don't know where to go with this letter right here. I kind of, I'm kind of like, you know, the neighbor had sex in my house. You know, if it ain't me and the neighbor at my house, I don't even know how this is happening, but I I don't understand this in your house business at all. This, none of this letter is, you know, she, him and this lady writes us, right, that her and her husband moved to this new town home community. We're in the middle of turmoil. Now, I've made several notes in this letter. My husband met the family next door, started hanging out with the man after he found out we have mutual friends. Okay. The woman isn't friendly at all, so I ignored her. When I saw her, my husband and I out to have drinks with the guy. Anyway, she said, the woman and I isn't friendly at all, so I ignored her whenever I saw her. So that means the man is cool with the husband, but the wives ain't cool. If this was tennis... This is what they call mixed doubles. <laughs> this is a mixed doubles match, and it only works in tennis. Hard to be friends with a with a with a dude that's married that stay next door, and your wife ain't cool with the other wife. That's a hard relationship to have, partner. Ooh. So now they've been going out to have drinks because they found that they got some mutual friends, the two dudes. Now, he come home a month later and told his wife a bunch of gossip about the man and his mistresses. Damn, dog, I don't even understand that. So now you telling your girl that the dude you hanging with has mistresses. (laughs) You think I'm finna bring that information to the house? Oh, no, thank you. He told her that the neighbor's marriage is over and the wife is cheating with the man she worked with in there. The wife's lover has come to her house several times and the husband ain't said a thing because he cheating too. Well, the husband is a weak-ass man because I, I don't care who you are and I don't give a damn what I'm doing. You ain't bringing the dude you tapping to my house and he leave the same way he came in. Now, he'll leave. Mm-hmm. But it's probably going to be on a gurney or something. I, it's just <laughs> no part. way. Oh, he weak. I ain't even with this right here. So I don't even know what to say. i have more when I come back. All right. Hang on for part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, the neighbor had sex in my house. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. This is a crazy one right here. Uh, The subject, the neighbor had sex in my house. This couple that moved into this new neighborhood, the husband to form a relationship with the man next door. It's a married couple. He loves the guy. They've got mutual friends. They go out to have drinks. She and the, she don't like the wife, so the, the two wives ain't cool. They don't speak at all. He goes out drinking, come back and tell his wife one night about all of this man's next-door neighbor's mistresses, which now pins your wife ears back talking because now she's on high alert. Uh, then he said that the wife is cheating too and that her lover is a co-worker and he done been to their house and he ain't say nothing because he cheating too. I don't give a damn what I'm doing. You ain't bringing yours to the house I'm paying for. You're not doing that right here. Now, we might be both cheating, but we're going to be both be respectful about this cheating now. We're going <laughs> to respectfully well, uh, cheat. Uh, 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 We're uh, going uh, to respectfully <laughs> cheat. We're going to be respectful <laughs> about this cheating. We're doing mutual <laughs> treat cheating. <laughs> If we're doing mutual cheating now, we're going to be real respectful about this. You ain't bringing this ass to my house, and I ain't going to bring her to our house. We're going to at least have that room. The husband ain't say nothing because he cheating too, man. This this letter over with right here. He said that the neighbor is taking one of his side chicks out of town, and he need my husband to cover for him. Wait a minute, dog. Cover how? What are you finna cover for? You letting other men come to your house to see in your wife, but you need covering because you're going out of town with one of your side chicks. I told my husband he needed to stop hanging with the guy. He said he would, but he didn't. Here's the letter. I went on a girl's trip last weekend, and while I was gone, here's her stupid-ass husband. He makes some dumb-ass decisions. <laughs> really? My husband called me in a frenzy and said that the lady next door tore up our house. I told him to calm down and explain. Baby, this woman been over here and towed his house up. You talking about the woman that she don't like? Talking about the woman that don't speak to her? It's over your house. Why? But baby, they broke everything. You tore the house up. Calm your punk ass down and tell me what's going on, Herbert. <laughs> My stupid husband said he let our neighbor spend some time with a female in our downstairs bedroom, and his wife caught him sneaking out of my house. She kicked a hole in our wall, broke my entryway table and mirror. I went over to talk to the neighbors about paying for the damage. What? The wife said that I knew what was going on in my house so she wasn't paying for a damn thing. Technically, she's correct because your husband did know what was going on in the house, okayed it, and asked and said yes to this. Now, in anger, she came over there and destroyed your house. Technically, she owed. But now she mad now, as she should be. So she says she ain't paying for a damn thing. We got into a cursing match and I almost popped her. See, I would have got my table right back out right there. The table, the broken table in the mirror and the hole in the wall. Uh-huh. I'd have got my money right back out of because I wouldn't have almost popped her. I'd have knocked her ass dead in her mouth. But if you was in her house, though, see, now that's you can't go over to her house and do that. Right. So now, how could my husband think it's cool to let strangers have sex in our home? I can't answer that question. Because that's beyond me. I I don't even know how that's a thought. I I just really, I don't even know what your husband was thinking about. But once again, you have a weak-ass husband. And now you're talking about, should we move with his weak ass? (laughs) 
He let other people have sex in his house. He can't tell a guy no. A woman that came over kicked a hole in y'all stuff right there. Your husband called you in a frenzy and said that the lady next door done tore up our house. What did you call it? You'd have came back home. I'd have told you the house got broken into. I'd have told you all kind of stuff. But I would not have told you that I let a man stay in our house with another woman. And, and that was the cover for him part right there. I want you to cover for me. I want you to let me sleep in your basement and screw this girl. Man, are you stupid, man? Yeah, he's stupid. Then here's her dumbass question. How right. stupid is the man to cheat so close to home? What? <laughs> That's you the question you came away with? Yeah. How stupid is the man to cheat so close to home? How stupid is the man? You got the stupid man. Mm-hmm. Your stupid man let him cheat in y'all's house. He don't really know him or her. Did he want to get caught? Lady, what is your problem? What are you worrying about? Did he want to get caught? Why he's so stupid? He cheats so close to the house. Your husband is stupid. <laughs> you married to a damn dummy. Should we move? Another dumbass question. What? Exactly. I got to pack up. What? You know how long it take to pack? I got to pack up because my dumbass husband then got us in the situation with this woman next door. Listen to me. All you got to do is set tight. A divorce is coming from all four of y'all. Yeah. And yeah. y'all going to be all living in different communities any minute now anyway. Ain't nobody going to have to pack up. You may get to keep the house and, and everything because you're going to end up putting this fool out because he's stupid. And Ooh. the man next door, him and her, going to get a divorce. <laughs> and remember, if you cheat, cheat respectfully. That's what That's Steve right. Said. It's respectful cheating. <laughs> all right. Hit us up on Instagram at steveharveyfm.com to, to uh, comment on today's Strawberry Letter. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, it's Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Sports Talk with Junior. What you got, Junior? Oh. Okay, I'll tell you what I got. Listen, uh, I need Roscoe one more time. I do. I do. For sports? <laughs> I need. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you something. It ain't that yeah. Roscoe can't do. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm Yeah. What you got, you Junior? Know, I'm back in. Back in love. Yeah. You need this. Sounded better. Sounded better than it did Thursday because I know versus. I know it ain't a sport, but versus means a competition. That's sports related. Yeah, Mm. it's a battle. Mm. Uh, They had Omarion and Mario in a versus, but the whole thing. Omarion and and who? Mario. Ain't they the same people? No. Oh, Marion and Mario. Yeah. Wasn't they in the same group? No. I don't don't even know who the hell they is. (laughs) This must have been the most unknown version. It was terrible. It was terrible. And and Ray J took the show, man. He did one wish. And people wish they never heard it. It was was that horrible. horrible. What the hell Ray J on there for? <laughs> he's a 90s R&B singer too, but Roscoe. Oh, come on now, y'all know yeah. y'all know good hell. Well, uh, Ray J ain't no real singer. 
Brandy, Ray J's sister, she's upset because she wanted Ray J to drink this special tea before he did the versus battle. And he didn't. Uh-huh. And now she's mad and she's dragging him and scolding him. <laughs> oh, I don't think that. that. Oh, tea. Because he couldn't yeah. hit the notes. Ray J ain't ever hit the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what y'all talking about. Ray J, Ray J been in the studio head. performing whole career. Ain't nobody paying no money to see Ray J live. One wish was a hit, Ray J is a business man now. He a business man. Yes, he yeah. is. Ray J a business man. School us. He, he global business man now. Be a business man. Ain't no yeah. need That be like me getting in the damn versus. Well, I tell you, Mario won. He won yeah. that day. Oh, Clearly. Yeah. He won. Mario won. Yes. What is Mario's saying. song? What is that song? Let me just be friend. You should let yeah. me love you. You should let me love you. All that. I'm me love you. Yeah. That's it. Right, they just did go. one song of peace. Oh, <laughs> Ray J's hit. We, we got to go. We got to switch gears here. Hold Ray J on um, that phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about this rally that happened in Illinois over the weekend. Representative Mary Miller openly thanked Donald Trump on behalf of MAGA patriots for the historic victory concerning the overturning of Roe v. Wade for white life. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I don't know if you're ready for this, but we're getting ready. (laughs) Let's do it, okay? U.S. Representative Mary Miller immediately drew fierce backlash on social media and elsewhere after a Saturday night rally with former President Donald Trump. At the rally, Miller credited Donald Trump for the Supreme Court overturning uh, Roe v. Wade, calling it a, quote, victory for white life. Take a listen. President Trump, on behalf of all the MAGA patriots in America, I want to thank you for the historic victory for white life in the Supreme Court yesterday. Oh, no, they didn't. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait a minute. They cheered? Yeah. They cheered. They cheered. Yeah. This, Bro, can this you begs, believe this? Yeah, it begs the question, can slavery, can slavery be too far behind? I mean, really? How, how far back are we trying no, to go? That, that don't beg no question. Oh, no, white life? Victory for white life? Well, they're talking about abortion. It's a victory for white life. Uh, obviously, she feels as though they need more white people that can be uh, 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 mega patriots. Obviously, uh-huh, that's what majority. that was. Mm-hmm. You know, so they could hurry up and be the majority again. I think maybe that's what she was talking about. I could care less. You know, when I hear ignorant mess like that, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I know, I know where it comes from. It comes from their heart. It's yeah. what they've been mm-hmm. thinking, and Donald Trump has made it popular to think it out loud. Mm-hmm. This has been the undercurrent of this country for a long time. Donald Trump just made it popular to be out loud. They had a guy in there that talked like they thought. Yeah. They had a guy in there who was brash enough to finally say what they've been thinking. That's how he got 70 million votes. Mm-hmm. It's not uh-uh. it's not surprising. When I drive past mm-hmm. people in my neighborhood, they still there's some people still got Trump signs in their yard. Still. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But okay, they're they're trying to 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 step back, you know, take a few steps back and say she misread the paper. She was clearly reading off of a piece of paper. She meant to say right to life, but she misspoke and said white life. Wait a minute. Mm. But when it come out your mouth, it don't sound wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because that's she, what I heard. Because you right. paused. It sound like you were waiting for the applause. You didn't correct yeah. yourself immediately, Steve, like you said. Right. But then when they clapped, when the audience full of people clapped, when uh-huh. she said white life, they understood that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. She later tweeted, I will always defend the right to life. Mm-hmm. But you said what you meant, lady. No, she said that? what you said. Uh-huh. <laughs> Republicans I said what I get said. <laughs> abortions all the time. This is so Republicans crazy. hire illegal, illegal immigrants all the time. Republicans are gay. Stop making this your platform because it is nothing but hypocrisy. Gay people it, are fine. They are fine. It doesn't fine. Seem to matter, though. It, it, it doesn't, doesn't because they use it for votes mm-hmm. because they try to make themselves seem so special and righteous. Don't you know that that's the hypocrisy of the Republican Party? The conservative movement is to appear more morally correct mm-hmm. than anybody else when they are just as if not more morally corrupt than anybody else if you so pro-life you do something about these guns yeah but you mm-hmm. you 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 pro-life before uh an infant is born but after they get here well whatever handle it do mm-hmm. your best try to survive right right steve mm-hmm. right do your mm-hmm. best you know yeah well a victory for white life yeah yeah and it is a victory for white life. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Truly it is. Well, um, you know, and but, then, you know, on top just, of that. To, just to throw a shocker her way, we going to have some more kids too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson Airport knows how to pamper celebrities. The air, Have you heard about this, Steve? You probably already know about it. The airport is opening up a new terminal, especially for A-listers, celebrities and dignitaries that are willing to pay for exclusive entry and exit from the airport can get an annual all-access membership for $4,850, okay? Using the membership to travel will cost $3,450 for a private suite for members or $4,650 for non-members. Travelers will have private security screening and customs clearance, as well as chauffeur transportation to and from the plane. Food and cocktails are also provided. What you think about that, Steve? That service has been out there. <laughs> I told you he knew about it. I said the baller on you the show. I knew he did. <laughs> That's been in existence in L.A. for years. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Oh, in LA. Now it's coming so now to Atlanta. Atlanta. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you know Atlanta says they're baby L.A., the L.A. of the South, all of that, mm-hmm. you know. Well, mm-hmm. problem you're going to have. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah. You gotta tell us yeah. off the I, air. I said for you. I said for you. Uh, you been getting that service? <laughs> <laughs> we all late with it, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I've been with him. Yeah, we have. We have all. We've flown private with him. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 33 minutes. After we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for Would You Rather. Would you rather talk on the phone or send a text? Text. Depending on who text. it is, but I'd rather text. Nah. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't like talking to people. <laughs> so, man, so let me living. ask you something. No, because then they ask for something actually uh-huh. lead into too much text. <laughs> yeah. Everybody I talk to, I talk to face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, would you rather... A pretty woman with median income or wealthy woman and not so cute. Mm. I'd rather have what now? Would you rather have a pretty woman with median income or a, a wealthy woman and she's not that cute? No, give me A. No, I'm taking B, because you got money. My ugly ass yeah. and her ugly ass, we going to be together. <laughs> and we can go wherever the hell we want. And we got the ball. Gonna Y'all ball. can say what you want to say about me. Baby. Who dating the pirate? I'm dating the pirate. Pirate. <laughs> shut up, baby. I got it. Pirate. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> That's your boy. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> All right. Would you rather... Boo. Would you rather sew all your own clothes or would you rather grow all your own food? Sew all your clothes or grow all your food? I'll grow my food. I like to grow my food. That's always been a dream of mine to get me a big greenhouse. I'm working on that right now. Really? Oh, yeah, man. I'm going to grow my own. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to grow my I own would, food, man. I would think since you like clothes so much, you would like to sew your own clothes if you, you could. You might be wearing that raggedy-ass mess. <laughs> Sitting up in here wearing them clothes my sister used to make me. I'm not finna do that <laughs> Oh, you've had that experience yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister used to make my capes when I went to the concert. <laughs> you had to wear that cape oh, yeah, one time. Right. Earth fire. That, yeah, man, you had to wear that one time. Then you had to throw that damn thing away because it was not built to last. <laughs> All right. Feathers coming off, beads all in the floor. (laughs) 
feathers falling oh. off, all of that. <laughs> would you rather nosy neighbors or would you rather noisy neighbors? Hmm. I'm, I'm gonna go with B. Yeah, I'd rather have noisy neighbors. Just yeah. go over there and make some noise. I can deal with that. But yeah. Really? quit. Yeah, don't stay want you looking all through can't the gate and everything. Here. Stay uh-huh. out of my business. I can't uh-huh. stand that. That heifer stayed next to me was both. <laughs> Old ass German woman, just a hateful ass racist. Oh, I remember her. Yeah. Oh, she's so trifling. I couldn't stand this woman, man. You Me and Marjorie moved. was over at the other house. She forgot mm-hmm. she hated us. Hi guys. I was <laughs> Have we she been forgot. going that long? Oh, you she got turned the hate off. Hate? Wow. Yeah, she got dementia now. She forgot she hated us. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Coming up, it is our last break of the day, and we'll close out the show with the one and only Emmy winner for the seventh time in a row, the one and only Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, guys. Here we are. Our last break of the day on this Monday. Congratulations again to our fearless leader, Steve Harvey, for, for your Emmy Award win. Yeah, over the weekend, so deserving. Let's go, boss. You know, yeah, <laughs> we're so proud of you. Yes. God yes. is good. Mm-hmm. It's all. Uh, it's all. Uh, First Corinthians uh, fifteen and ten, which says, uh, "I am who I am, but by the grace of God, His grace has not been without effect on me." And even though I have worked harder than them all, it was not I, but God's grace that was with me. And I really do appreciate that scripture. I'm paraphrasing it, but that's in essence what it says. Depends on what version you listen to. I read the Bible, King James Version, and then I flip it over to a more modern term so I can really get the gist of what it's saying. But I do appreciate God and all he's done for me. And my life is filled with nothing but his grace and mercy. I would suggest to everybody to tune in to that grace and mercy. Now, there's no way to earn grace. There's no way to get it. I wish I knew how to get it. Uh, I wish you could purchase it. I wish that you could invest in it. I wish it was on the stock market. I wish it was uh, in a portfolio somewhere where you could buy it. But... I don't know how you get it because God's grace is his unmerited favor, which means you can't earn it. You can't buy it. Uh, he gives it out. And I'm just a, a recipient of it. It's like old people used to say in church, and I never understood. All I want is a little more grace. That was a song out. All I want is a little more grace. Well, I'm a participant of that, uh, a recipient of that grace, and I do appreciate it more than anything what god has done for my life i didn't see it coming uh i do work hard uh but i have a life that's above and beyond though it's really beyond everything i ever thought or imagined it really really is 
Because when he gives it to me, he gives it to, to me in, in ways that I didn't see coming. My anniversary, I didn't see it coming. He gave it to me. He gives me awards that I don't see coming. He gave it to me. I have a lifestyle that I didn't see coming. He gave it to me. Once again, I work hard at all these things, but I know a lot of people that work hard. But for my life, I'm just talking about mine right now, to be in the position I'm in, it's, it's, it's utterly amazing. And with that said, giving honor to God, I also, I'm in need of him. Because the days and times that we're living in now, man, we're living in some troubled times. We're living in a period, man, that's like, wow, like I've never seen before. Look, I've always understood the challenges and difficulties of being black. I've understood them full well. Uh, There's really nothing you could tell me about being black. I have 65 years experience at it. I know what racism is, look like, feels like. I can sense it before you open your mouth. When I meet a racist, I know who you are. I deal with you anyway, but I know who you are. I know when you get comfortable and you get to drinking and you get comfortable and you start saying little things that you don't think there's nothing wrong with it and my ears peeing back. I got 65 years of that, man. But you know what keeps me in spite of you who that exists out there in your racism and your and your willingness to stop black people and all of your efforts to stop people of color and goodwill white people? You know what your problem is? You, you know what I understand? You're not going to be in control of my life or my existence because I don't give it to you. I don't care what you do with the Supreme Court. Oh, I care, but it don't matter what you do because you're not going to affect my life, my destiny, my walk with God, my faith, my family, or nothing. Now, as a lesson in this for all of us, because we have got to vote, because see, voting can slow down some of this stuff. So, you know, if you want to complain a lot, you could do something about it by voting. But when the vote don't go your way, it don't mean that you now become a victim. It doesn't mean that you now have to give up what your belief and your and your way of life is, because I'm not. I'm not going to allow the conservative party or the mega patriots or the number of conservatives on the Supreme Court have any direction in the way I live. Now, it can affect some things for us. So we do have to vote. And I know it may sound like I'm a little bit all over the place, but I'm trying to say it in a way and still keep my radio show. But I'm sick of y'all. I'm flat out sick of y'all. Y'all make me sick. I'm so sick of these mega patriots and these people out here who want to enforce their way of life on everybody else's way of life all for political position, power, and money, because that's all it is. Because y'all tell the truth. Y'all know conservatives get abortions. Yes, you do. And you know you hire illegal aliens. Yes, you do. And you can stop with this new thing Clarence Thomas talking about. He's going to reverse all these gay rights because you know you have gays in your party too. So let's stop the hypocrisy here. I don't care what y'all do. I'm going to keep doing me because the God I serve makes me free. I'm a free man because I serve and honor nobody but my Lord and Savior. That's all I got time for. The rest of y'all can miss me. Mm. I don't know if I should have said that as a Christian, but that's what I 
I'm that I'm an entry level Christian yeah. anyway, so yeah. I don't know how to do advanced Christian. So I, I felt very comfortable with that statement, and I stand by that. Y'all have a great day. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 